Best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. Hey. I like you a lot. I think you're pretty cool. Maybe we should hang out. Sometime or something. Part one. Okay, now, oh, that's much better. I'm actually registering on the... And those will balance out. Okay. So see how my bar at the bottom is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I feel much better about that. Whew. <laughs> <laughs> hell yeah. That hell yeah came from Melissa. Oh, <laughs> and hell yeah. That came from Jacob. Sure did not. You are the one that said hell yeah, not me. Well, but you also <laughs> said hell yeah, saying that I said hell yeah. So technically I'm not wrong. Hell yeah, that's correct. And this is, is best friendhood. Friend oh yeah! What a week it has been. I hope you all had a delightful time with your family or friends, doing whatever it is that you do for Thanksgiving. I know I enjoyed myself. It hasn't happened yet at the time of this recording. But I love that there's already that hope and manifestation of good times to be had. Mm-hmm. You smart. And so are you. Thank you. So talking about being smart, we, I guess we don't need to get into nitty gritty about how our planning happens, but Mm -hmm. our spare episodes, just in case one of us would ever fall ill or there was an emergency or Mm -hmm. schedules didn't align, we have run out of our reserve episodes. So the week that we are recording... We're technically going to be busting out three. Mm-hmm. And one of them was a redo. One of them, yeah, a redo of an episode that we had recorded almost a month ago. Correct. That was frustrating. But, dear friends, we didn't want you to have to go through another episode, episode five. five. Ugh. So, you're welcome. We're figuring it out, which was so strange because on my phone playing it, mm-hmm. like while I was doing dishes or vacuuming or whatever, Sounded fine. But as soon as I listened to it in my vehicle, mm-hmm. oh, my word. Horrendous. Yeah. And listening to it in my AirPods, couldn't tell a difference. Listening to it as I was editing it with my uh, my headphones that I use for editing. Yeah. Sounded great. And then once it actually released, my dad called. And I, I think I've told this story already, actually. But no, dad, you haven't. I haven't. No, you haven't even told me what he said. He just called and said, hey... Loving the podcast. Um, I'm on episode five. What's going on? Because I can't hear you. Mm-hmm. I turn the volume up and then Melissa blasts me. Went, You're ah, welcome. I'm so sorry. Yeah, we, I don't know how to retroactively fix that. So it's just going either. to be the crappy episode. I think maybe what we do is just put a disclaimer like in the I show I kind notes. of did in the description when we first oh. released it. Perfect. Then. Because... I recognize that there were some just on my the way that I listening modes that I was doing, there was some mm-hmm. level difference, but I hadn't listened to it in a vehicle yet. Right. That's where it was extraordinarily apparent. I feel like episode five will go down in best friendhood history. So apparently, like especially because I made a pubic hair joke, and apparently right. I was making it to nobody. It was just <laughs> Melissa laughing at her own pubic hair joke. Because and nobody silence. could hear me. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Secrets out. You just recorded that by yourself and added it in. 
Secrets of Friendshiphood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 But this week we have decided that we would start on a multi-part journey. Yeah. Because the topic that we had agreed upon has just the way that we've started talking about it already seems like it's definitely going to be a two-parter, if not a three-parter. Arguably, it could become like its own mini arc within the podcast. Because if we, well, when we first talked about it, it was just a one episode. Right. Just like every, most of our episodes. But by now we've kind of learned our patterns. Well, Exactly. Now that we know how we talk about things and take time to process and think through them together and go on random side stories and fart jokes, I really think that we could be looking at a three, if not a four part series. I would like to stop it at three, but we'll see what happens. Fair enough. I feel like anything more than three... Then it becomes its its, it's, own, its own show almost. Correct. And that's not something that I want. No, I agree. Okay. So what we are going to be talking about is social media. Friendship in and around mm-hmm. it. Just to give you kind of a, a framework so you know kind of what to expect. In this episode, we're going to be looking at some of the really positive things. Um, might split that part into two episodes. We'll see how it goes. Um, and then our final episode on the social media topic will be... Some of the negatives. The next, because we don't know if it's going to be the final, I would say. Oh, good point. Yes. Because if it goes into three, we don't know how that's going to end. Because we might just have like a list of things that still need to be said, but we don't. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So just so you can kind of listener think ahead, like if that's something that you are like, nope, I definitely don't want to listen to that because I already deal with it. That's fine. Just know that this episode is going to be positive, nostalgia, all the good things. Also, if you have some insight and want to delve in, because if if this is going to turn into a multi-part thing, we would love to have your input at bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com. Absolutely. Send us your thoughts too. We'd love to incorporate them. It would be amazing. Just please give us permission in the email if we can read it on the podcast and if we can use your name yeah um otherwise we'll read it privately and then address whatever questions or ideas or thoughts that you share with us very well said yep that is that's exactly how i think is a respectable way respective way Mm -hmm. to do that so precursors now aside let's get down to business this is how we do it podcasting on a friday night (laughs) (laughs) i was really i was trying so hard to come up with something in my brain kid in me just like exploded with (laughs) roller skates on the 90s kid in me went what i'm a baby (laughs) 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 sorry you're not that much younger than i I just no not some days sometimes i feel like that well would you mind beginning our talk? I would not mind that. Cool. In fact, I would quite enjoy it. Thank you. Do you remember? Do you remember? Do you remember the words? <laughs> That's why we can't. Don't don't start. And Yeah, okay. Well, I realize, like, no, I, I don't want to say do you remember. I want to change that to picture it. Oh. 2002. Is that when it started? 
I'm guessing. I honestly, I'm not 100% sure, but I believe so. MySpace and Friendster were the first... Friendster? Do you remember that? I was never on it, but as soon as you said the name of it, my brain went, why is that familiar? Friendster, I believe, preceded MySpace by like a short amount of time. And I was like, God, like 13. So I never had a Friendster account. I've heard people talk about it. I believe that that those two platforms kind of kicked off social media in general. The internet was a young and vibrant place. (laughs) You got CDs to access it for free for 30 minutes. Correct. (laughs) And if you already had enough CDs, you would turn them into a mobile. Correct. Oh, man. So my first thought is... I'm really curious what your recollections are of MySpace because I remember it fondly now that it's been like 20 years. There was a long time where I did not have fond memories of it, but looking back now, I think it's so just funny and nerdy. And like, what were we even doing? <laughs> Trying so hard is what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, first of all, something that just struck my brain, social media... I remember, I think it was even back before MySpace started up, there was this website and you could go there and it was kind of like a game. You were blocky people, like almost like Minecraft, but definitely it almost looked better than Minecraft. Hmm. It was an overview in like, it was like a hotel, I think. And you could go and like walk around and explore and stuff. And other people who were also on the internet at that time would also be at this hotel and you could like talk to each other and stuff. Oh my gosh, I have never heard of this. I, and I've been trying to reach in my brain. I'm sure that I can like search engine it and figure it out. But that, I haven't thought about that in an extraordinarily long time. So, but anyway, that aside, because I wanted to mention that in case anybody out there in listener land knows what I'm talking about. Please. It was like a hotel. There was like a club that you could go to. You go to the swimming pool. What? You go to like the restaurant or you go to the coffee bar. Yeah. Oh my God. That Even sounds like so much people. fun. But you had to have like club access to go to the nightclub. And it was hmm. literally just a fake nightclub on this website with blocky people. And I don't know. Anyway. Blah, 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 blah. That almost sounds like Second Life. But that came out years after that. Yeah, definitely not. It's because I know what Second Life mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that, though. I think it's still a thing. I think it it was like even pre-Neopets. <gasps> oh, yes. Remember okay. Neopets? I, I completely forgot that those were All a thing. of mine are dead. Oh. I'm... For sure. Oh, yeah. That's where I learned what Haggis was, was from Neopets. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Why on earth did Neopets even address Because you could feed it haggis? to your Neopet. What? It, there was like a prize wheel. We don't need what? to get into it. We don't need to get into it. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Um, MySpace. Best friend Tom, pod. Tom was in. That was his name, right? Tom, yeah. Yeah, he, and he looked so friendly. He did. He was in my top friends for like a really long time. Because really? I just didn't have that many friends on there Um, for a very long time. But I do remember learning a little bit of coding Mm -hmm. 
Because you had to if you wanted right. the cool – if you wanted to put a cool, like, sticker mm-hmm. in the, somebody's comments or if you wanted, you know, a certain picture up on there or if you wanted your background to be a certain way. Right. You had to you had to learn the most gentle mode of coding. If you weren't able to HTML? Copy and paste, yeah, HTML, I think. I don't know. I'm not a coder. I'm pretty sure. It sounds right. I think so. Like, I remember – if you couldn't find it to copy and paste it from somebody mm-hmm. else, you had to f- do it yourself, like altering your fonts or changing the color. Figure or... out where those breaks were for each yes. portion of yes. the thing. It was almost like math and I got sweaty and I hated it. Oh, I enjoyed it so much. Oh, no, no, no. That's good. Oh my God. I just remembered. I very often on dated this young lady in like eighth and ninth grade, I want to say, who that was like her jam. Like she made her MySpace page amazing. Right. Because you could made, mess with everything. Yes. And now she's made a whole career out of coding. Like good. I completely forgot about that. But like, yeah, I remember like having her help me set things up and, and figure out the right mm-hmm. whatever language to use. Because there weren't YouTube videos so, on that. No, no. YouTube didn't exist yet. That wasn't until 2006. Wild. I know. And now it's so ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Yes. Like, what? Mm-hmm. So, yes, Stephanie, she, I hope she's doing well. I hope she's still doing coding because she was so dang good at it. Quick question. How long did you quickly on and off date this person for? Like two years. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because you were talking about middle school years, right? Yeah. So I remember I had my first boyfriend in middle school years. And it was just that I thought he was really cute. And I walked up to him and I went, do you want to be my boyfriend? And he went, yeah. And then we walked away from each other. And two months later, because we didn't hang out or talk or anything after we became boyfriend, girlfriend. And one of his friends came up to me and said, so-and-so doesn't want to be your boyfriend anymore. It was fun, though, he said. (laughs) That's so sweet. That was my first dating experience. (laughs) So before her, my first dating experience was another young lady that I went to school with who kind of did the same thing. Like, oh, yeah, we're boyfriend, girlfriend. Like, we would hold hands in in like the common area in the high school like after lunch before we had to go to our next class and never speak like just like awkward and uncomfortable like okay yeah (laughs) isn't that so different than what Mm. it is now for oh god kids that are in that same age range we actually we talked about that the other evening just Mm -hmm. you and i together about how i remember looking back on photos of when i was yes 13 14 acne ridden braces on wearing not great clothing choices hair a mess no makeup on and none of my friends wore makeup either Mm -hmm. and then to look at 13 or 14 year olds today Mm -hmm. because of the influence of social media they look like goddamn runway models yeah they have learned and honed their makeup skills at such a young age or they're like using that as a form of self-expression where for our generation it was like a oh yeah i guess we'll do that someday but like none of my friends i don't remember them wearing makeup until like sophomore junior year when we went to prom it's wild yeah so myspace i remember when like the the um next cool thing was like you could have was it like one to three profile songs oh my that gosh when somebody was on <gasps> your page would play i forgot all about that yeah so you could choose 
any song, any song that you could find access to on the internet, mm-hmm. you could have as one of your like one to three. I think is that right? I one think to so. Three? That sounds familiar. Like, and they would Profile just loop. Songs. They would just loop. Yeah, and it would be like a little player mm-hmm. from whatever hosting website. Like, I always used Pure Volume for my little wannabe punk heart. Like, oh, mm, I definitely understand those adults that are screaming and are so angry. <laughs> I remember it was definitely in the later years of MySpace because I was not allowed into Facebook world at the time. Even though it was in existence, I wasn't allowed into it. Mm-hmm. But it was fine. Um, and my profile song at that time was like a live remix of an Incubus song. Ooh. And I happened to be in communications at that time. And... I had some downtime and I accidentally, well, no, it's, it wasn't an accident. I purposefully went to go check my MySpace, MySpace page, but I did not know that the computer was also connected to the live broadcast. <gasps> so my <gasps> MySpace profile song went out on the live broadcast and I didn't know it until somebody called in and was like, where did you guys get this remix of this song? This is the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Why don't you guys play it? And I went, oh my God. I exit out. We don't have it. That was a, it was a glitch in the system. I don't, it's, thank you for calling in. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Because what if I would have played somebody else's myspace page oh no (gasps) anyway that's how i learned about that wow yeah and it was always interesting because what was it you had was it the top 15 top eight top eight friends top eight oh my gosh and people like that was a oh my god did you see britney moved you from her top three right top seven right because wasn't it was there like a colored frame around your top three or was it just everybody's knowledge it was just everybody's knowledge it was like it was two rows yes four across and you prioritized your friends through how disgusting (laughs) we'll save that for the negatives cell phone plans did that same thing pick your circle do you remember that yes you could have a circle of 10 and have free texting too yeah Yeah. oh man technology has come a long way Mm -hmm. but social bullying has not make a note we'll sit we'll come back to that don't worry no we don't need to we don't need to i don't think that that's something that we need to because we're already saying it right now but this is the positives can we take a oh, break? I've I have to pee. Already forgot that we were in positives. Yeah, we sure can. I mean, from all the hubbubaloo that we had done before we actually like hit the real record, mm-hmm. we're at thirty. And that was probably what six minutes. Ten minutes was extra hubbubaloo. Ex- Ten. Okay. Yeah. So we. I don't been... want to do like a real break. I just really have to pee. Oh. All right. Thank you so much for that break. I couldn't sit here for another five seconds. Dude understandable really appreciate it so um during the break i was just thinking we're a little bit rabbit traily as we do this is why i'm saying it might turn into an eight part (laughs) (laughs) we're just gonna have a new podcast specifically called social media and friendships untrue but (laughs) no god wholeheartedly probable but we could do it like at this point so when we when you first offered this idea my immediate thought had been well hold on oh i think i might have a little bit more of an organic way to get into that is that okay so within myspace it got a little bit more popular and then at the same time facebook became available to all people not just 
folks at certain colleges, I think is how it started. I believe that's exactly how it started. Yeah. So then I think there was like a mass migration Mm -hmm. because after Facebook kind of took over the social media world, MySpace, do you remember when it became just a place for musicians? Yes. Very briefly. Well, in my experience, it was very brief, but probably like five years. Yeah. I remember reading an article probably... 2015, I think I was in Chicago, that was like, if you're looking for new music, go Go to to MySpace. MySpace. Yeah, which was wild to hear. I went, I'm nope. At that time, my MySpace page was still active. I still somehow remembered my old email address that I made when I was like 13 and the password. It was my Hotmail account. Yes. Does Mm -hmm. Hotmail even exist anymore? Yes, because I still use it. You know, if you sign up for something, you don't want to use your main email. Oh, yeah. I created a separate Gmail account just for spam. Oh, like, I just use my I'll go in there mail. once, get the like the coupon code or whatever that I sign up for, and then never check it again. Mm. It because was... I like my 10% off for signing up for somebody's newsletter. My old Hotmail was the only one that my grandma could remember. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs> yeah. So then Facebook came around. But even before then, we wanted to talk about um, gaining friends Mm -hmm. through social media. And I personally can say that I never really had any luck or even an an adventure in doing that through MySpace. But I remember our mutual friend, Tan, Mm -hmm. she wholeheartedly did. Like That, That was me too. Yeah. Where they, she was part of a, what was it called? A street crew? Yes. Street team? Street team. For 30 Seconds to Mars. Jaron mm-hmm. Leto is still hot. Oh, but man. the jury is now out on how we find him. It's fine. Yeah. But she still has mm-hmm. really close friends that she made via mm-hmm. social media. Yeah. And I think that's so interesting. And I think that kind of portion of connecting with strangers through MySpace or whatever has brought... Definitely not broadened. Well, perhaps, but I feel like Reddit or Tumblr, those were spaces that people were really able to interact. You were making such a squinty face. Was that? I was trying not to sneeze. Oh, okay. I thought this is me learning all of your brand new sneeze faces. I figured you would have recognized that. Well, no, because you were still nodding while you were doing it. In my head, I went, oh, you're doing a sneeze face, but you're still listening. Let her know you're still listening. Because in my brain, I'm like, either he's trying to portray discomfort and still nod, or he's got a really silly memory and still trying to nod. Now I know. Both of those sound better than the truth. (laughs) (laughs) I just didn't want to sneeze on my microphone. That's fair and fine. Yeah, that's fair and fine. Um, So it's interesting that other people were so easily apt to find Mm -hmm. and make those connections through social media before it just became complicated uh, yeah because that was well before instagram and snapchat and even well before twitter that's true like those were the two main social media that Mm -hmm. i remember Mm -hmm. yeah even well into my early 20s i didn't start using twitter until four years ago really Mm -hmm. Mm, that's and even then i might have started using twitter only because of my job. Right. But you had gotten into it later than I, but you are much more apt. I get sucked with it. into it so easily. Like, 
which is strange because I'm so surface level with my knowledge and even interaction with it oh, that I don't understand how one could get sucked in. I follow some really wise and interesting people, um, like a number of women who are just journalists or scientists or authors, comedians, like that I, I find the content that they share and create so uplifting, which was part of the reason that I got into it four years ago, because four years ago, we were beginning a You needed particular... an uplift? Mm -hmm. And at the time it was, I used it as a way to like, okay, well... This fool is also on... ch check in. Yeah, this fool is on, on the... Twitter. What's what nonsense is he saying today? I. But then I found so all great. these wonderful women who are so inspiring and should be and just, listened to. They're incredible. Yeah. And I I found that I've I've really curated my Twitter feed so that it's like LGBTQ plus physicians, psychiatrists, and and then this like group Artists? of just women in hmm? Oh nothing. I was women in STEM. Like in journalism. Like I love the people that I follow on Twitter. I will never meet them, but I admire and respect and look up to them so much. Oh and attorneys Oh my God. Which makes some of the best Twitter authors, in my opinion. Absolutely. Half the stuff I send to you comes from a particular yep. Imani. I can't remember what her handle is, but half the stuff I send to you comes from her because she's either super funny or poignant real. and funny. And and so knowledgeable about the law and women's health and Ugh. reproductive rights. I mean, for human rights. my experience, yes. Human women's rights, rights are, are human human's rights. rights. Correct. These are also huge pluses about social media. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Through social media, I find that I feel less isolation as a gay man living in a rural area. Correct. In our, yeah, especially in our area where I'm the demographic is with, not that. Yes, I'm able to connect. Not, I mean, it's very much a parasocial relationship where they don't even know I exist. But I see their content and it, it feeds a part of my soul that I kind of forget about sometimes. Hmm. I would say I wouldn't quite give it that exact notch of they don't know that you exist. Hmm. Because here's the thing. They always get a notification that so-and-so started following you. That's true. There is an iota of a recognition of you. And I also acknowledge that I blend into the faceless masses. Yes. Well, and, and okay. there's, especially for, because I hear some of my, some of my favorite people who podcast. Why am I trying to pretend? It's Mamrie Hart and Grace Helbig. They yeah. have one that's super great and hilarious. It's called <laughs> yes. This Might Get Weird. And I, they're just so great. And she talks about, Mamrie does sometimes, about how unless... Because uh, I don't know how bigger Twitter, because people who are verified, mm -hmm. their Twitter is different than ours. Right, right. A lowly unverified Twitter. Um, the plebeians Twitter. <laughs> that, you know, like, unless they are verified as well, she doesn't get notifications of messages because they there mm -hmm. might be so many or whatnot. Mm -hmm. um, I forgot why I thought that was important to bring up. Uh, you were saying that they... Oh, things can get easily lost. Yes. Yeah. But I do know that... Uh, some of those people still go through and look at mm -hmm. and try to pay attention and, and see. I mean, there are lots of really beautiful moments where people either re-interact with a follower or somebody who tweeted at them. Right. You know, like those, Um, I feel like those uh, celebrities who might have been invited to prom, sometimes they actually oh show up. That's right. Or like, they, 
something else similar happens. Mm -hmm. There are beautiful moments like that that happen. I had two beautiful moments like that where Billy, oh God, what's his name? He did the show Billy on the Street. He yells, Eisner. Billy Eisner. Thank you. I got that right? I think so. (laughs) He's also a voice on Bob's Burgers. And he was also in uh, Parks and Rec in the later half. And American Horror Story. Hell yeah. Apocalypse. Adore him. He tweeted something and I responded, like, I don't know. I just tweeted back. Like, you have hundreds of replies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, some people do. Yeah. And he actually, like, liked and responded to me and it made my whole day. Like, oh my God. Hell yeah. Whoa. Like, it's such a minor thing, but it was, like, so cool. Like, it was, like, meeting (gasps) him. Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So... There was that one. I think I shared it with you, too, where Jillian Anderson, I follow her on Twitter. Yes. And somebody did, because it was like a little TikTok trend or something, where, uh, oh, TikTok is a social media that I hadn't written We're down get yet. to it. Okay. Um, you know, where it's like that, mom, excuse me, mom, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, mom, I mean, uh, mom. Somebody tweeted that. And Jilly, Jillian Anderson responded, dot, 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 yes, to this person. <laughs> and... All of the people who follow Jillian Anderson responded to that one person just like, are you okay? Are you living right, right. now? Right. <laughs> like, oh my gosh. Like, you just won the internet. <laughs> For real. And it's so interesting that, uh, well, it's a different kind of internet that is because that's um, celebrityhood. Um, gl- what is the word that I'm looking for? It's helping bolster celebrity and not necessarily connecting. Like, it's there just to glorify. Like, people literally just pay homage to a celebrity that they adore. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Religious folks out there, take it for what you will. But people do that all the time anyway. And do you know what I mean, though? I do. I do. Yeah, but people people do that anyway outside of social media in their own brains. This True. is just a way for them to do it. And also find other people who are also interested in this celebrity and then maybe mm-hmm. more so in some of their works of mm-hmm. art or performance that they have done and then that's a way that you can also connect with people too and then there's those modes especially on like reddit or tumblr where it's completely just an anonymous person you write something funny and somebody responds to it could be in another funny fashion or with something really meaningful to say right and maybe you follow up with those people. Oh, my gosh. I just thought of another thing. What did you just think of? Do you remember? It was like a uh, a moment that I think every media covered. But this woman had accidentally included a wrong number in her Thanksgiving <gasps> text message. Yes. They're, they're meeting still, up again today. They are. Or excuse me, Next for Thanksgiving. Week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, last week when this releases yes they take a picture and they post every it every year. year do you know which He's... one broke me because i looked because they shared just like a screenshot yeah and it used to be she and her husband her mm-hmm. husband passed and so it's just her holding up a framed picture of her husband yep i that actually, broke me I, uh. I i broke into tears at that he the young man i don't remember his name um and i wouldn't remember her name except for this screenshot i saw from this year where he tweeted hey y'all it's thanksgiving or something like that Mm -hmm. with a screenshot where she said hey just wanted to let you know and she invited he and his wife yeah and because it's been so many years that like this young teenager is now an adult 
Yeah. Who is married, or I assume married, I don't know. Chosen family. He has her saved in his phone as Grandma Wanda. (laughs) Isn't that the sweetest? But that's what she said in that first mistaken text message before the rest of the world even knew about it. Mm -hmm. Well, that's what grandmas do. We feed everyone. Yes. Oh, God, it just, there are so many good and beautiful people in the world. Mm Mm-hmm. We need to remember that because it's harder to remember that. It can be. Because the negative is so privy mm-hmm. all of the time. Mm-hmm. We're privy to it all the time. Um, but we are talking about positives. We are. Today. So thinking about Reddit, Tumblr, Tweeter, Facebook. <laughs> Tweeter. <laughs> Tweeter. Mm, Tweeter. Uh, one of my favorite Twitter follows may i share his handle why not be okay with you Mm -hmm. i started following this man when he had like 500 followers and he just tweets about plants he has the most glorious mustache he is so delightful i i enjoy his content so much like i even follow him on patreon tell me he's called like plant daddy 3000 or something he should be because he is plant daddy <laughs> he is just so delightful he like makes these fun tiktok videos where he talks about different types of plants and will sometimes talk about like pokemon and the plants that they're based off of he is so smart this and is... so creative okay yeah i'm down i'm down I enjoy him so much. So his Twitter handle is at MCK Gaston. Gaston. No one knows plants like Gaston. No one mustache is like Gaston. (laughs) He is such... I follow him on Patreon. I I subscribe to his Patreon and he will post like Patreon stuff. I follow other people on Patreon too. And they never interact with people who like comment on their things because they're, they're just so big. I think that there's like way too many, like I follow or a few do you artists suppose that since Patreon is somewhat new that it's kind of on the lower archy. Oh, that could, yeah, that would make sense. Like, like if they're sight, probably doing Twitter, Insta and who knows Snapchat, what else. Yeah. Facebook. And then like, it's a step yeah. case downward, but Matthew Gaston is his name. I've commented, like, he's talked about, like, having social anxiety. And, and, like, he's been really real in some of his things. And so, for the first time ever, I've, like, engaged and, like, commented and, like, started a conversation. And he actually, like, has responded. Like, it's so cool. Like, I don't know you. I'll never meet you in, in real life. But we connected Maybe. through plants. You're super cool. And also, I can super relate to what you're discussing in this, like private patreon community that you're building for yourself where it is much more private it is than social media like even like twenty thousand followers i would bet on twitter balls all yeah. right yeah he has blown up he's so cool i just he's delightful you've been waiting so patiently with your hand in the air thank you because you had said something and it just immediately lightning bolt hit my brain you said that he was speaking about his social anxiety on social media mm-hmm. how about them biscuits social anxiety is a very real thing and of for course many it people, is social media is a way to reduce it or to engage with people what a conundrum anxiety is what i was trying to get at it's like what a conundrum social anxiety is literally being in well no this is my simplification i should proffer that my simplification of it is 
physical, like being in a physical realm. Right. But right. social anxiety, you're able to talk about on social media. Mm-hmm. And through the social media. Sorry. So, no, you're fine. But I'm waiting for when there will be that delineation of diagnosis of also social media, social anxiety. Which is, which is what I feel all of the time whenever I try to post anything. Ooh, I, all of the things are connected. It's like a domino effect right now in my brain. Is that okay? I need you to write that down. Okay. Because I I'm not sure s- that I can. Go for it Because it's super like related right Say now. It. Because... Me talking about how, like with our gratefulhood episode and me feeling like I can be who I am through this mode and I'm able to translate that into my actual physical social world. Right. It's the reciprocal of that, reciprocal, if you will. But mathematically, I always learned it as a reciprocal. Because if you're trying to multiply it. Yeah, you flip it. Yeah, it's a reciprocal. Continue. No, now I'm done. Now you can talk. Sorry. I know that you wanted it. Mm Mm-mm. That's all I had is like, I think that's so correlative. Mm-hmm. Correlative? Correlative sounds prettier, but I don't think that's a real word. I'm not sure. I've never heard it. Hmm. Social media absolutely can create social anxiety. It can also be used to reduce social anxiety or at least reduce the anxiety of interacting. If you are able mm-hmm. to type a message to someone and satisfy your anxiety by having the opportunity to carefully monitor what you say. Part of what social anxiety is for many people is the fear of saying something wrong or saying something incorrectly and being judged or mocked for it. And it has to be so fast paced when you're... Yeah, when you're face to face... It's Bippity boppity boo. Mm-hmm. It just faster than pew pew pew. So for many people with social anxiety, they connect with each other. And I think this goes broader than just that. But I know in my work, especially people with high social anxiety typically have friends from across the country or across the world mm-hmm. because they don't have that social pressure of human to human in person in the moment contact that would trigger their anxiety that they have to go to a restaurant or a coffee shop or what have you and so through their computer their tablet their phone they're able to feel much safer and connect with someone and still be able to connect with someone and i think that is the one huge positive for everybody socially anxious or not is that through social media we can connect with people in ways that previous generations and all of human history never could have fathomed we can create friendships with people on the opposite side of the planet as us because you're already meeting each other in your comfort zone it could be world of warcraft it could be minecraft it could be a reddit tumblr post you know yes, whatever it could be a reddit subreddit you're already like the people that you are conversing with are already in your like-mindedness. You're able to filter through all of the other people and find the people that you will inherently connect with through that shared interest. Yeah. Interest. Like I remember when I was so in college. So it's like your first, second, and third date are already done because you found each other right. in this comfort bubble already. Yes, you're already in it's the bubble. It's like going to, uh, what do they call it? A Ren Fair? That's like the short version. Yes. Yeah. Going to the Ren Fair and finding your people, you know, like Mm -hmm. that's already a comfort mode that's so different from every other broad and open space. That's such a There's already a comfort there. Right. With the people that attend because why else would they attend? Well, and that's why we have hundreds of thousands of Facebook groups and subreddits and 
TikToks. The kids these days on TikTok, they refer to it as the different sides of TikTok. Oh, yeah. So I'm on I'm on the gay side of TikTok. I'm on the Harry Potter side of TikTok. And what it is essentially is the algorithm learns your interests or you can also specifically teach it your interests, tell it your interests, and then it only shows you content that pertains to those. And through that, people are connecting in these incredible ways. There are youths, well, probably adults too. Let's be honest. There's a whole over 30 side of TikTok. Correct. Where people are able to connect with each other and feel validated and seen and 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 share their experiences with people who if you're in a rural area and you're transgender for example you may not easily connect with other folks because there may not not you may not be able to easily connect with other transgender folks through the beauty of tiktok you can connect with the beautiful beautiful community of trans folks or the lgbtq plus community at large a family within that. Your allies. Your allies. Your people. Mm-hmm. And an online friendship is just as valid as a face-to-face friendship. And I think if anything that we have learned over the last 18 months of the pandemic, sometimes we only have online friendships. Sometimes we only are able to connect through the internet. That's fine. Hey, guess what? Hey. What? Super sorry. No, you're fine. I think I'd concluded what I was saying. Well, if not, we will re-listen it and make some notes because I already know that you have some other notes that we could add to. I do. But I know we're actually on a timeline right now. We have a friend playing in town and I need to at least wash my face and armpits before we go. Also, yeah, let's do that. And it makes me so excited that... We're ending on this note rather than the, you know what? I'm tired. I'm tired too. No. <laughs> this, I mean, this is completely an ellipsis at the end it of is. this moment. So, Do dear you, hearts, what I was you just going to say? say the same thing. I was going to say, so, dear friends. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've got my sticky note right now. <clears throat> you can find us on the socials, speaking of... We're on Twitter and Instagram at BFHpod. You can also find us on Patreon if you'd like to check that out also patreon.com slash bfh pod is it it is well done also if you would care to email us uh maybe you have a story about a friendship that's really dear and meaningful to you or a topic that you would like covered or even a question that you have we've got our email address that is bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com we've mentioned it before but truly we would love to hear from you most I mean, wholeheartedly, it would make my ding dang day to have an email from some of you. That would be wonderful. And also, if you are listening and happen to find yourself with two minutes of spare time, if you would rate, review, and hopefully subscribe, that would be tremendous because that's what helps our podcast reach other people Mm -hmm. is when there are multiple reviews uh, and ratings of this podcast. So, hey, if you get a chance to, that would be cool, cool, cool to detail as well. Um, You can find us on Apple Podcast. Stitcher. And on SoundCloud. 
and coming soon to spotify it's on our vision board we are manifesting it what are all the other phrases people used for that kind of stuff we're working on it we're working on it you got it our beautiful images were created imagined and done by our very good friend jennifer bate who sweet ticket just text me Ugh, love that love her it's edited by one of us and hey that's it that's it that's all we got i was gonna say you said it's edited by one of us and i was gonna say and produced by both one of, of us, us. <laughs> <laughs> written by no our one. brains <laughs> thank you so much for being with us for another week we yes. are delighted that you're with us here know that you are loved and worth being loved and we'll catch you next week Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Uh, That's how I end it. (laughs)